Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks, where we have good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. We got almost the usual suspects. Matt's missing. That's why you hear me uh, signing us in. But this is Dave. We got Pete and Pat. Yo, yo. How's it going? Quarantine edition. I'm getting sick of them. I'm really sick of them. I'm in the garage. Yeah. I got the door open. I'm fucking enjoying the weather. I live in my garage. I love this place. Yeah, man. So right before we got on air, uh, I was I was reading uh, an article about Mitch McConnell came out and said that he called uh, the the fucking what's the commissioner of baseball and pleaded to him that America needs baseball more than ever. Commissioner yeah, Gordon. <laughs> but what to what to no. what point though? Like, I I get it. I would love – we're all baseball fans here, so I would love to see baseball come back. But what kind of baseball are you looking at? Are you going to have – are you sell half the tickets? Are you going to sell a quarter of the tickets? Are you going to sell any tickets? Are you going to have everything just televised and not, you know? I Right. I, I, I ultimately think you shouldn't have fans. You know, like it should be empty stadiums. You know, they keep pushing Arizona. I work, that works for me. Keep the fucking uh, yeah, you know, like the stadiums aren't you know they're not going to be getting their money, but c- kick some of your uh, your fucking commercial money over to these stadiums that are helping you do this. You know, like take care of them. Just so I mean, otherwise you're losing all your money. You're losing everything. Yeah, you know, hey, if you're not Aaron think- Paul. Do you think the fucking players are going to want to be put on martial law, though? Not have to leave anywhere until everything's over? Like, if that's what the – they play baseball. The baseball players are quarantined themselves for how long, right? Yeah. yeah. They're not going to want to fucking do that. I don't know. I don't know what the – we talked about this a lot already. I don't know what the answer is to all this, but it's something that you just can't take lightly, like at all. Yeah. It's like it's like the what's the risk versus reward stuff. Like mm-hmm. yes, we didn't like Chicago's dismantling its big field hospital at McCormick Place. I get it. We didn't use it. It was a lot of money to do. But what if you're on the other side and the spike happened and it we it was more infectious. It's already crazy infectious, but if it was even more so and you didn't have 56,000 or 60, just say 60,000 people infected. Say you had 600,000 people infected in four weeks. Right. And you had four, you know, 300,000 hospitalizations. What you're, 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 you got people on the curb trying to gasp for air and die. Yep. And that's, I mean, that's how it was in previous pandemics, you know, like Spanish flu, man, the world wasn't ready for that. You know, they, you know, they weren't, are along as we are you know there wasn't a hospital with that within every 10 miles like there are now you know it's oh yeah and there just wasn't the technology to actually like right i'm not gonna say track a disease because we have definitely can't do that but we know we knew that it was coming from china we knew that it hit italy hard we knew it was coming dude just passing information nowadays is so much easier than in 1920 you know exactly i don't like uh, fucking, you know, Trump could do a lot of stupid shit, man. But like, he's looking for, he's trying to like uh, find China or what right. have you. Yeah, <laughs> it's retaliation for letting this virus get out and for them, you know, lying about the numbers. 
it doesn't matter whether they lied about it or not. You still didn't do your fucking job. This is campaigning right now. That's what that is. Oh, absolutely. My, That's like, campaigning. If you fuck with them, you know, China's not to be fucked with, man. Like, if you keep fucking poking the bear, dude, they're going to bite. And, you know, China's just a, as big of a fucking nuclear powerhouse as we are. Yeah, but like in an all-out war, they I, like a lot of people say, "Oh, this no one could fuck with us." The, the technology that we have is just well, no, no. But there's it's not like it, this isn't Iraq, you know? No, I mean, right? I mean, what does China give a fuck if our country, our individual people hate hate their country? I don't think they give a fuck. No, they don't. They no, no. But they, you know, tr- tr- uh, Donald Trump's the laughing stock of the fucking the world. Yeah. The world leaders look at him and are like, you're a fucking schmuck. When you got fucking Boris from fucking the UK thinking that this guy's a schmuck. Yeah, right. Everything it you need to know. Like a, it makes him look like a genius. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude. Um, but it's just. I, but, but, you gotta, but like, I, I don't think he's actually going to do anything with China. You just got to remember what his base is. And right. that, like, okay, I need to pump my base back up because. It's an election time. Numbers came out, I think, on Monday that Joe, Joe Biden is up at like six points in every single swing state, which is crazy. And I just I think he's trying to, like, get back on campaign mode, even though he can't. And right. trying anything to be like, oh, yeah, he's going after. Well, just going back to that, Missouri you know, was the first individual state to sue, quote, I'm doing air quotes in my house, they're uh, suing China. For yeah. That. Right. That just sounds like a retards. Like, who does that? That's well, so dumb. So, you know, you, you could say that, that, like, the WHO, the World Health Organization, and everyone doesn't do a good enough job, or the UN, or whatever. And you know what? They might not. But once those agents that actually... This is their life, like that Dr. Fauci. This this is those people's lives. Now that they're there in China and they already they already proven that this is not a man-made thing, that this is from like a bath or whatever, and it got they are they just came out with that the other day. And you know, now that you have people in China and they're actually showing you what's going on there, it just like I get it. They probably had 30,000 people die, not 3,000. But what the fuck are you going to do now? It's already happened. Right. Get over it. Like, Dave, you were saying, Trump, you were you had 70 days to do something. You didn't do shit. Yep. And, you know, not – and just – we talk about this all the time. I can't stand Trump, but I can't stand the Democrats either. Now the Democrats are jumping on the fucking wagon of like, oh, he fucking, you know – well, guess what? You still hold the house. You guys yes. held meetings and shit like that, and been like, "Hey, this is fucking for real." Right. The the the, the left has it's been a fucking witch hunt since 2016. The yeah. day he was fucking inaugurated, they were fucking looking for something he did. Right. And you know, the first thing that came out was Stormy Daniels. Yeah. And everybody Maybe. laughed. They're like fucking. Clinton was getting fucking blowjobs in the Oval Office. Who gives a fuck if he banged the fucking a prostitute and he paid her to keep her fucking mouth shut during the fucking campaign. Big I know I don't. <laughs> I, no, I don't care either. Uh, yeah. But when he first got in, that Trump bump to the economy was real. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. If, if he just did, his biggest problem was 
he wanted to be he wanted to play the part that the part but he didn't know what to do he still doesn't know what to do no and that's he's the not, biggest pro- he, he's not a politician but he's also not a smart person he's a he's moron not, see like you know everybody's like he's a businessman he run, run, runs his country like a business but he's a bad businessman right so yeah. if you if you just go on rallies and you splout a whole bunch of gibberish because you're going for applause and cheers and then you know then you go and fucking just you don't know, hear about a pandemic coming and you stick your thumb in your ass and say it's not going to be that bad. Yep. You know, if he just if he just sat there, did the tax cuts, shut the fuck up, another year later did infrastructure, let that go, shut the fuck up. Year 3, maybe fucking I don't know, a trade agreement, shut the fuck up. He would be in 2006 or 2020, you know, no problem. Landslide. Oh, and, you know, yeah. and and his biggest fucking thing is Shutting the fuck up. You can't do it. Like, but when it comes to Twitter, like, oh, dude. I hate it. You don't need to post every fucking little thing on there, man. Like, you know, Barack before when there was oh. mass shooting, you know, Obama put his, you know, condolences on there, you know? Right. But you're putting, like, oh, I'm going to do this and do that and fuck the, the witch hunt and blah, blah, blah. You know, like... We know what's going on. We see what's really happening, you know. Yeah. Your fucking supporters don't. They just only get their info from your fucking Twitter page and news, you know. Him and Alex Jones are very similar to me. They're demographic. Like, I don't don't get my info from CNN because I don't fucking. Right. You know. (laughs) But, like, and I know this isn't, like, a topic that people like to talk about, but, you know, they have, they've got the country so split. And now if, if it shows at any time, it shows it now because in a pandemic, the country still hates each other. It blows my mind. But yeah. just going to the far right's agenda of like guns, God, and like abortion and all that shit and small government. Well, they just did this huge, another huge tax bailout or, you know, pay, use tax money to bail out these companies and people. So you're not small government. Stop it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you don't. I and saw... Part, oh, God, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, don't. Go. No, 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 no. Finish up what you were saying. Oh, I, I was just, just going to say, like, they want it, They always talk about progressing or pushing the, the country forward to make it better. But then they argue about abortions. Abortions aren't going to do anything for this country. It yeah. might make other people sleep better at night, but it, it doesn't have anything to do if a country is good or not. It's about getting and votes, then, dude. Yeah, and then with the guns, the guns will never, ever go anywhere. There's too many out there. You can right. never take them away, so stop it. Yes. And then the God stuff. Who the fuck are you wanting to talk about God or trying to take God out of school <laughs> like that? This is it's... a country full of immigrants. There's too many too many gods to like put a thumb on one right just, just stop yes so uh i mean you brought up some good that, points and it, it that's, that's my political rant for this after we you do we're, we're yeah, yeah. i love uh, it i saw this girl she brought up a fucking valid point i'm like i never looked at it from this fucking aspect you know um uh, the, the the right the far right these fucking conservative you know god-loving pro-life you don't want Medicare for all, you know, so but you don't want people to have abortions. So you're you don't want to kill a, uh, a unborn baby, but you're willing to let people die because they don't have health insurance. 
Right. You know, like, see, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pro, I'm pro choice, you know, um, it's because number one, I don't have a say in the yeah. situation. Right. But I still defend a woman's choice, you know, like if that's what she needs to do, you know, cause there's women that there's, you know, say drug addicts that get pregnant because they were getting fucked by their drug dealer for a free bag. You know, it's that's my wife <laughs> ah, living, living the dream. So, you know, that's the reality of some of these abortions. Now, if you ask me, man, I'd rather not be born at all than be raised in a household where you got people fucking coming in and out, you know, possible molestation situations. You're going to grow up fucked up. Your parents aren't going to be raising you. So you're gonna you're gonna have zero quality of life. So what's the point of living if you're not gonna have a good upbringing? You know? Yeah. No. I yeah. I dig what you're saying. I mean, it's it's deep and dark, but that's the reality of you know the first legal abortion. I always forget the 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 case, but she was a crackhead that was pregnant that didn't want to have the baby because she was not going to take care of it, and she found it not to be fair. To have to fucking bring a child in this world that she wasn't going to take care of. That's not yeah. overweight, is it? Yeah. No. I think we need to definitely fact check, Dave. It, it might it <laughs> might be somebody directly. It might be the first big case after that. Okay. Like one, once it went legal, but they're like, uh, I forgot the name of the book that I have. Uh, has to Dr. Seuss? Yes. <laughs> Green Eggs and Ham, yes. Uh, Where okay, the yeah. wild things are. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, these two economic majors like wrote a book but they used just like statistics to kind of analyze everything that's going on in the world and they did the Roe versus Wade and in the late 80s they talked about by the early 2000s crime rates are going to double but by the early 2000s the crime rates dropped by like 30-40% and people couldn't figure out why. Like, what, what, you know, what's the difference? It's because of Roe versus Wade. A lot of kids that should have been born and raised in broken homes didn't exist. Yeah. You know? So that's where that number took a fucking dive. You know, it's, it's a good book. I got to find it. Uh, I'll let you read it, Pat. It's, a, it's, uh, it's good. I forgot the name of it. But do you, you, you want to touch on this subject or do you just want to move on? Um, it's up to you guys. Like, um, no, I, I don't know. I, I personally feel with abortion and shit, like I don't even have a say in it. So I don't even like, I mean, I'll talk about it up to the, the heavens come to, you know, come up. But in all honesty, I honestly feel even if Paige got fucking pregnant and I didn't want to have the kid, it's 100% her choice. I have no say in anything. Absolutely. As fucked up as that we, sounds. We thought we were being, we thought we were being, uh, uh careful. I'm sorry, Pete. Mm-mm. You don't ever need to be careful with me. I like raw. I like it raw, baby. All right. No, so, anyway, uh, what what are you guys drinking? Anything different? That's, that's what I was gonna get on. Uh, I'm drinking the Cubby Gummy from Noon Whistle. I already drink the Gamiski. Um, I posted it on Instagram. The Cubby Gummy wins. I tried it. I tried that one. I mean, I drank it. Uh, I could see why you like that beer. I don't like it. That's not in my wheelhouse. It's very, very hoppy to me. Oh, I don't taste very hoppy. I don't taste. Uh, this is like I don't know the the gumiski. 
it's uh more malty. A lot you a lot of the malts come out and like in the yeah, nose, yeah in the, the 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 socks one. Oh okay. Yeah, I got a lot of malt. I didn't try that one. A lot of malts in it. This one's a little bit drier. It's got a little. It's a lot more uh, hop, but it's not a lot of hop for me. This is this is like almost like a pale ale for me. Um, You've been noon whistling a lot lately. Well, my brother sent me a picture. Uh, they just released Wednesday. They released uh, a Sox and Cubs uh, Northeast India Pale Ale, and they're both a little bit different. So I went and picked up a four pack of each. Me and Pat traded beers today. So I was like, fuck nice. it, I'm going to try them. I'm going to post it on Instagram, throw out our new shirt, let people see it, see what they think of it. But uh, I- I'm going I'm going with uh, the north side for once in my life. Better beer? It's just because it's a better beer. It's a better balanced beer. Like the, the uh, I mean, I like the, the nose of the Gumiski. It had like uh, almost like a sweet marshmallow smell to it. And then the malts like just punch you right in the fucking right in the back of the mouth. I might like that one better because that fucking tongue one, man. And, and the the feel on your tongue gets really silky, like a real silky beer, man. Like Ooh. almost like, creamy, like, you know. Like cum shots each time. I'm down. <laughs> I'll take a couple shots right to the face. So like, and then real quick, and then I had a little bit. I, I had like two glasses left of Eagle Rare, which I haven't touched in about a year. So I was like, you know what? Let me finish that off. I'll, Empty that bottle out. I'll throw one of my other ones in there. I think Eagle Rare just released something today or yesterday. Something new. I can't remember what it was, Ooh. but I want to. I want to say that I read something that they did a small batch of something. Was it their Double Eagle? Man, I can't even remember what it was. But like, I know the stores. Like right now, it's like you could get four bottles, but within like X amount of days, it's gonna go all the way down. You can only buy two. Really? Yeah. But damn. But. I, yeah, I tried some new beers. I'm trying. It's uh, Odd Side, and they're out of New Haven, Grand or no Grand Haven, Michigan, and nice. it's uh, strawberry banana fruitsicle. It's actually pretty good. It's a seasonable fruit ale with subtle hints of tartness and and a smooth, creamy finish. Perfect for a day at the beach, some yard work, or simple hanging out with friends. Is it like a shandy? Uh, not, no, it almost tastes like, it's almost like a sour, but not too bad. Okay. I got that chilling in the fridge. That'll be my next one. Um, dude, when it comes, when, when it comes to craft beer, uh, Illinois has stepped their game up in the past, like four years, five years. But my go-to for craft beer has always been Michigan, man. They have such a fucking... Uh, just the, the, so good, man. Everywhere I could think of when it comes to craft beer in Michigan, it's it's fucking. There's not a bad craft- dark horse. Yeah, man, that was like the first beer that I had from Michigan. And I was like, yes, give me that. We, yeah, yeah. We went to the brewery for a bachelor party, and it was awesome. Their, their Crooked Tree IPA. It's one of the best oh. IPAs out there, man. Yeah, and then with that beer, dick, with that beer, I'm still drinking the Four Kings Rye Whiskey, finished in brandy barrels. Why didn't you trade that? It just sounds so good. I saw you. We were in person. You should have, like, put some in a baby bottle for me. I would have fucked on the way home. I could have. Sippy, 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 baby. Out of a baby bottle of the bourbon. So. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got got lines on there. You could have given me a half ounce. Just, you know. 
<laughs> That's so fucking good. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm finishing up the Redwood Empire from last week, the Pipe Dream Bourbon Whiskey, the John Murr one. Yeah, yeah. That- Just finished off that bottle. I think it's fucking delicious. I think I'm gonna buy a bottle. Next time I'm at Benny's, just because of their, uh, you know, they'll plant a tree with every yeah. bottle purchased. And it's an easy sipper. Anybody could have it. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Man, but, you know, I haven't had Eagle Rare in over a year. I like it even more now. Is that a, that's a, um, that's a rye, though, isn't it? Or no? No, no, no. Give me no it's, one it's a very, very smooth. Don't say nothing about no rock. No, I was talking to Dave about his. Oh, yeah. The Eagle Rare. And it's, I forgot how good it is, but it tastes even better to me now, now that I'm more versed in bourbon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm drinking some uh, little something, something's Lagunitas. My favorite. Can't go wrong with that. That's my Bud Light. That's their best beer by a long shot. They have uh, one that comes out. I forget the name of it. But it's limited release and it only drops, you know, once every year or so. And it's like twelve percent alcohol, pure gasoline fuel. It's just, just get you shitty. I forget you ever, the name of it though. You ever had a uh, dogfish head? The one twenty minute. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's twelve dollars a bottle. Holy fuck! It's for one bottle, twelve ounce, twelve dollars. But it's it ranges depending on the year. Depending on, you know, because when you brew shit, depending on humidity, heat, whenever you're brewing it, it's going to be a little bit different every time. Uh, but it ranges from, like, I think they said anywhere from 16 to 20% oh. alcohol. Yeah, dude. There was but a time drank, when me and Eric would only get those. I drank one of those, and then uh, there's a craft brew. I don't know if they're still open. I think they closed down. Finch's Brewing in Chicago, but they had awesome... Hmm. Like du- double IPAs, so I drank, I drank uh, the one twenty minute, and I had a. They sold they like the first ones I saw selling uh, pints, like four pack of pints. Oh, they're like the first ones locally to do it. So, um, I bought a four pack of that, and then the fucking the one bottle. So I drank the one bottle first, and then I had one of the Finch's pints of their double IPA. And I was outside smoking a cigarette. This is how long ago that was. I, and I was I was wobbling out by my fucking side door. Just like couldn't. I was like hanging onto the wall. I was like, "That's two fucking beers." Jesus Christ, man! Nice. Yeah. You guys ever get into the like the whiskey barrel aged beers and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Imperial stouts and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I used to get into those big time where it was like you need three three cups and it's just like you are rocked. Yeah, the fucking uh, the Goose Island Bourbon County Stouts probably the best in the world. Like it's oh. uh, so good. I gave Dave pretty much the one like sour and then the other three are stouts like milk stouts, Imperial stouts. Mm. So I tried the one the, the chocolate blackberry like creme or whatever, Dave. That yeah. thing, don't drink that tonight. That's like literally have that after dinner. I, I assume that when I saw that, I was like, that's gonna be heavy. It's 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 like thick and sweet. It's like holy that's, fuck. That's that's like a Ugh. that's like the Bourbon County stout. Yeah. It's you can only do like a glass. Yep. And it's gotta be like eight ounces. Yep. 
dude, like I drank, me and Jody drank it last night and we were both like, man, is this good? But it's like, you can't have any more. We shared it. Cause yeah. like, it's, it's just, yeah, you have to, you have yeah. to, dude, it, it's like, uh, like it instantly hits you. And it's like, um, that like, you know how like, um, stouts have that, that all stouts have that same taste, like right off the top. Yeah. It's like a coffee, milky or chocolate, yes. whatever that is. You get that right like, away. And nutty get, and yeah, yeah, and chocolatey. Right, and then you get hit by that blackberry, but it's so creamy. So yeah, it, it, oh, it's good. Ooh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. It's, stouts aren't too so much uh, carbonated, right? Uh, they're actually super carbonated. Like when you pour a stout, you have to be careful. I I had uh, one of Finch's stouts too. It actually reminds me of. <laughs> so I bought. I forgot. I bought. So I bought the 120 minute. I bought a four pack of the Finch's double IPA and I tried their, uh, their stout. So I, I was think I was going to the Sox game and I was like, I, I'm going to have a beer real quick. But then, uh, I think my brother was, I think I was going with my brother or something and he calls me. He's like, I'm outside. I'm like, all right. And I had three quarters of this pint left and I fucking chugged it down, dude. And it, I was still in Crestwood. As soon as I got out into the hallway, I just fucking projectile vomited foam. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. You know what's funny that you say that? Like, you know, in high school, and I, I don't want to do this though thing, but you know what's weird? You know, I used to drink a lot. Like, in in uh, high school, you know, you drink the hard liquor that you steal or whatever. Yeah. I would have, like, a Bud Light at a party. Like, say, two Bud Lights. I'd have to go puke instantly. Really, and and then I'd be good to go for all night. But those two beers, whatever it was, when once it hit my stomach, I, I had to go puke. Were you I was pounding them, like chugging oh, them. No, no, I'd, see, I, I, that's weird. Then I, I was, I was like that when I was like, you know, fifteen, sixteen years old. Yeah, yeah, right. And and for like six months, I but I was, you know, I, I wouldn't say we were chugging them, but you're not fucking nursing them. You're trying no, to get right. fucking drunk. Yeah, you know, so you're you're drinking them pretty quick, and like I. You're you're just not used to that foam, you know. Yeah. So your body, so you just fucking rah, and then right, you, you got baby you, belly. You got baby six, belly still. Six six months. I was 16 years old. I was drinking almost every single night, and it was every night I was fucking puking and then going back Jeez. and being fine. Well, you know, broken. Home. Bragging about it, Dave. Should have been. I should have been an abortion. You know, like that's why I defend it. <laughs> I was drinking every weekend at that age. Definitely not every day. Well, I got my uncle kicked me out of my, uh, out of my grandma's house because I got kicked out of school. So he kicked me out. So then I moved in with uh, my buddy, and then I always go over to my one buddy's house. He lived with his older brother that was twenty six. So every night we were just fucking drinking. Every night during the winter it was just party, fucking hot tub, uh, like four thirty packs of high life, and that was what we did. Jeez, the days. Keystone some nights, Ice House some nights. Ice House. Keystone was only <laughs> Eastern Illinois when I was hanging out there. That's all we drank. You don't really find that up here too much. Down south, you do. Keystone? Yeah. I would get Keystones up here all the yeah, time. That used to be the kegs. Kegs is Keystone. I, I, I only used to see Keystone at Archer Liquors. That was the only place I would ever see Keystone Lights. Can you ever imagine like being in that like mindset again, like going into a liquor store and be like, oh, there's a 30 pack of ice house for 12 bucks. I'm getting fucked up. 
<laughs> no way. No, dude. Ever since I started getting good weed, that my mindset has has been: I'd rather pay more for good shit than, yeah, you know, less for more. Yeah. Plus, you know, okay. So, all right. So, Ice House, granted, is a stronger, cheap beer. That's why we bought it. Well, you is, know? City. is Ice House the leftovers of Bud Light? Is that Ice House? Maybe I don't uh, know. Good question. Well, okay, so one of them, I want to say it's, I want to say it's Ice House. It's so, you know, like <laughs> places like Bud Light, leftovers of uh, Bush. Of, yeah. It, oh, Bush. You're right, Bush. Right. That's Bush. Yeah, it's like oh, both yeah. disgusting. Well, it's so you know you you make those places make so much beer that like as you're taking it out of your holding tanks basically and shipping it to wherever your bottling tank there's leftovers on the bottom on the bottom it's still thing yeah, yeah so you take the bottom and you sell that off as a cheaper oh god <laughs> you you guys ever uh, NASCAR drink, you guys ever drink Steel Reserve yes no oh man they, they, I think they come in like cans now but back in my day it was 40 ounces yeah you get fucking three of them, two and a half through. You are so fucking blind drunk. <laughs> it was like Ready? seven percent alcohol. <laughs> we used to get like Cobra forty fives just yeah. to think you were ghetto. Yeah, just to, no, no. You were ghetto. You grew oh, yeah, up in true, Cicero. True, not, true, you grew true. true. In, on the Gold Coast guy, but we weren't ghetto like uh, fucking the Wire ghetto. Like, no, we were not gangbanging <laughs> by any means or selling drugs. We were like ghetto, like uh, you know, the Goonies and or Stand by Me. Like, that's our like, <laughs> yeah. We just went on adventures and <laughs> loved the Goonies. With disfigured oh, the people Goonies too. I just don't like. I watched uh, I watched the show on Netflix. I'm going through all the shows on Netflix at this point. I forget the name of it, um, but it's new, and it's kind of had like Goonie esque feel to it. It was like a treasure hunt, and it's like I know exactly what movie you're talking about. It's like uh, <laughs> um, it's like takes place in South Carolina. We got like the Pogues and yes. the whatever. Yes, 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 yes. yes. It's like called South Shore or something, maybe some shit. Outer Banks. Yes, yes. Uh, I couldn't get through. Gr- I watched one episode. I couldn't not- do it. Not a great show, but what intrigued me was right away that I was like, this is going to turn into a treasure hunt. And it did. And it was fucking cool. Oh, like, yeah. like putting the pieces together like the Goonies. I was like, I'm reliving my youth, you know? And then, like, it started to get real fucking lame because it was like rich kids and shit. It's like but, the OC, but Goonies. Uh, and as soon as yeah. I, started, I figured out it was the OC, but with Goonies, I was like, I'm out. Like, I can't do this. But what, what, what really kept me hanging on was like this main girl in there. Is so smoking hot, dude. The, like, the rich one? Yeah. Sarah. Thigh. You don't kick her out of bed for eating cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so she kept me hanging in there. And I, it got bad. They fucking, like, the, the gold got stolen at one point. And I'm like, all right, this is gay now. <laughs> How about season three of The Office? How's that going? Listen, I'm not going to lie. I over, I underestimated it oh, for right. sure. Not a doubt. I would definitely say it's not something in which I would not say it's one of my favorite comedies shows. But with that being said, like if it's on TV, it's going on because it's that funny. Yeah. But the, the, the great thing about The Office is that a lot of people that if they don't watch it all the time, you don't 
realize the humor that's being thrown out at you. Yeah. What is Same it? The, the, the middle of season two, or no, the, probably the, the, the front half of season two, it got strong and fast because at the end of season two, it's Jim and Pam kissing and you're like, let's go. What is season three got for us? Like you're yeah, ready man. for it, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like always sunny. You know, when I first started watching always sunny fucking 12 years ago, I was like, I don't dig this too much. And I'm like, but I let it play because it was, you know, on FX on fucking, you know, like a Sunday fucking afternoon, they just ran them over and over again. So I'm like, all right, leave it on, you know? And then eventually like, okay, I'm starting to get this fucking humor. <laughs> oh, you know, the scary dude. thing is that show started probably 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Yes. Because, yeah. Cause they just, they, this past year they did their 14th season. They took a year off. See, I didn't even know about it. I mean, I, I knew of the show, but I never thought to watch it. And then I think I was, yeah, it had to be 12 years ago because I was at my job for six months and I was there for fucking 13 years. So I was like, this one guy was telling me about it. And then I saw it on FX. And then, you know, like I said, on Sundays, they would just run that all fucking day, you know, like just on repeat. Dude, I could right? I could watch two shows. I could turn two shows on and just leave it or three, actually, and just leave them go. One is The Office. Two is always sunny, and then three is South Park. South Park. Yeah. <laughs> Those are three good ones. Those are three good ones. Yeah. I would I, say I my, mine would be probably Parks and Rec. I could watch that anytime. Okay. Yeah. Keep it on, which is very similar to The Office, where it's like yeah. looking at the camera ship. Um, honestly, I think The Office has moved into that. Like it's it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see what else happens. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> it might be my favorite. <laughs> Dude, Kevin gets better and better as the seasons go, man. What just happened? What's the Mexican guy's name? Oscar. Oscar. It's a, he just came out as gay. If you want to know where I'm uh, at, dude. Uh. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're just learning to crawl. Relax. Oh, dude, dude the, so the good. Line that the, the line that can never get away on TV today is when he's like, "I would never like if I knew he was gay. I would, I would not call him that. You don't call." You know, a retard, a retard. You call yeah. a friend a retard for acting retarded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, and then the very next line, I I, I remember because I thought it was so funny. He says, "What's his name again?" The Mexican guy, Oscar. Oscar. He says, "And Oscar is my friend." Yeah. Meaning, like, you know, like, so you're gonna call him gay? Like, what are you talking about, Michael? Right. He's got Dwight looking up gay porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like Dwight. I think Dwight has slowly became one of my favorite characters. Oh. He is amazing. Dude, Rain Wilson, just as, as a human being, dude, he's, he, uh, I, I watched his YouTube video. Uh, Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. we all know her. She put the, uh, what's the name of that fucking movie that Michael made? Threat Level Midnight? Yeah. yeah. She took the theme song and put it in one of her songs. So, and she always claimed on uh, Twitter and whatnot that she's the world's biggest office fan. So Rain Wilson was like, I'm going to go. Uh, he's like this Billie Eilish saying that she's the biggest office fan. So I'm going to surprise her and I'm going to I'm going to pop quiz her. Yeah. With the random questions. And so he's standing outside her front door and he's like introducing the whole what he's going to do, you know. But then he fucking, he's like, all right, well, let's knock on the door and see what this uh, Mr. William Eyelash has to say. <laughs> uh, 
but you know, so Dwight too. Like that's the, he was made yeah. to to play that but part. I only feel bad for him because I don't think he'll ever get another acting role because because of Dwight. Of Dwight. Like everyone oh. will see him in a show and be like, I can't do that, or like I can't take him. You know, he doesn't have glasses on. He doesn't have you know talking about kung fu or whatever. You know, you you say that, and that brings me to my thought on how I felt about uh, Breaking Bad. I was like, that's fucking Malcolm in the Middle's dad. I he I can't take this guy serious. Yeah, I've never watched that. Ah, I don't know, dude. I think after a little bit of the season, he loses that. That's yes, Malcolm yes. in the Middle's dad real quick. Um, but I just got used to it. You know, like I, I love Brian Cranston. I think he's a great actor. I think he's uh, you, you know. He, I watched that uh, the last flag flying with him, uh, Steve Carell and uh, Lawrence Fishburne. No clue, never heard of it. Oh, it's an underrated movie, man. It's about Steve Carell. Um, he walks into at the beginning of the movie. He walks into a bar. Brian Cranston's at the bar, and you're just thinking like, okay, this is random. It seems random, but then he asked uh, Steve Carell asked for a beer. Brian Cranston walks up and, you know, Brian hands him the beer. He's like, you don't remember me, do you? And he's like, look at him. He's like, holy shit. And he calls him his nickname from Vietnam. So they were Vietnam buddies. And Steve Carell's like, I want you to come with me. I want to show you something. Brings him to Lawrence Fishburne. He was an old uh, Vietnam buddy. And now he's a fucking preacher. And now he tells these guys when they're all sitting down, like my son died. In uh, Afghanistan, his body's being flown back. I want you guys to come with me. And so it's a whole movie about he doesn't want him to be bar- uh, be buried in the national cemetery. He wants him to be buried in the home cemetery because he's like they lied to us. I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want him being buried like that. They're saying he's a hero, but who, who's to know if he's a hero? You know. Yeah. Dude, it sounds a lot like Wild Hogs Three. That's pretty good. Uh, there's a wild uh, hogs three. No, dude, it was a joke. Oh. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Yeah, dude. I've never seen wild hogs anything. All right, that, is there a second one? That was I don't know. Movie. But Pete, you can't walk in. You can't like set a joke up like that where we, nobody knows if there's a two or a. <laughs> that's true. I couldn't even tell you who's in Wild Hogs, dude. Tim, Tim Allen. That's Tim Allen and the guy from Shameless, the dad. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, I know I don't know his name. That movie isn't that bad. That's a hangover. Really? Hangover on the couch, like, oh, this is on Sunday morning, like what the fuck is Wild Hogs? Yeah, that's pretty much how I I, I I know we've said it multiple times, man, but I gotta just say it again because it's such an underrated fucking comedy. Adam Sandler. That's that's my boy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I can't do that, dude. I'm not gonna co-sign on really? that. Oh, really? Not, I wouldn't say it's underrated. Oh. It's right where it needs to be rated. Okay. Oh no, oh, man! Hot Rod is much better than that. No way! No way! No way! No mm-hmm. way! Now, are, dude, Pete, are you watching? That's my boy on FX. Are you watching the actual? That's my boy unrated. I've watched That's My Boy whenever it came out. I remember that's with. Uh, that's why I said hot rod. It has Andy, Andy Samberg in it, right? That yeah, it's right. One, it's one of the okay. How about uh, no one messes with the Zohan? 
<laughs> it's so <laughs> shitty too. Oh, it's hysterical <laughs> though. It's so fucking it, fun. One to ten. One to ten. Where would you put that? I wouldn't put it on my top ten, but I. I no, 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 no. I'm saying rating, not, not, not in your top ten. Like rating, rating. Would you say above like, a five, below a five? I'd give it a seven. I think it's fucking hysterical. Um, comedy value, I, I'd give "Don't Mess with the Zohan" around like a six and a half, a seven, which I was expecting, like a three. Right. Uh, I guess if you have the, okay. I the, the, the basis of the movie, of it being a, like a, a a good movie, I, I give it a three. Yeah, but it's still but you, the, the, the okay. comedic value okay. is fucking way higher. You know, I watched him once and movie. I never watched him again. Okay, don't mess with the Zohan. Is a Israel hitman Hair, hairdresser too? That, no, yes, that doesn't like his life and he's like immortal. Let's not let's not forget about that. He can't yes. die. Okay, he catches bullets with his teeth. He like doesn't <laughs> so. He doesn't Imagine being in that writing room, and he's always <laughs> fighting with Gaza. He's always oh. right. It's fucking blows your mind. So they're always like going. So they go into like the meetings, and he's like, "Okay, the Zohan do it." So he doesn't like it. He's got his you know arch nemesis, and the way he gets out of this life, he puts himself into a dog like fucking cage and flies to New York and becomes a fucking hairdresser. What the fuck? What's <laughs> funny, dude? You remembered almost oh, fucking dude. almost exactly the first 10 minutes of that movie, dude. I could probably sit here and go from one second to the end. That is so funny and, about the so, fucking Zohan. You, you know what movie, uh, not movie, uh, series, HBO, um, Barry, is like the same premise, but it's not. I think that was good, dude. It's fucking uh, Bill Hader. Like that guy's fucking hysterical. I love Bill Hader. Same. Uh, he is a hitman. He was like a orphan, and this guy took him in and raised him to be a hitman. He doesn't want to be a hitman, so he like sees like this pamphlet for a uh, acting class. So he goes, and it's uh I, forget, I always forget his fucking name. Uh, he's the coach from Adam Sandler movie, uh, Waterboy. Yeah, okay. Hans A, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry Winkler covered in bees. Yes. <laughs> Henry, Henry Winkler. That's a little Nicky, um, by the way. Great movie. <laughs> so he's the acting coach, and... It's just a fucking and it like he, he does a lot of work. He like, but he he doesn't give up like being a hitman. He doesn't know how to get out of it, so he's still taking on the job secretly, you know, and like yeah. doing living the two lives, dude. It's such a fantastic fucking show, man, dude. It's, how do you get that though? Because I don't want to have to buy Showtime. You know what uh, I mean? You no, you have no. to buy Showtime to get that. No, I'll give you my fucking information, bro. You just log in. How do you, you do what? it though? I'm really curious. If you got a smart TV, you just download HBO Go, and I'll give you my login information, and you go on, and you watch every series that has ever been on HBO, every movie that's currently playing on HBO. See, that's what sucks. I mean, I like it that they're starting to do that, the places, set alones. But, like, dude, if I want – now I have to buy HBO. Like, yeah. that sucks. Well, that's just- but I don't have any cable, so I'm happy with that. Okay. Yeah. So 10 years ago, when they first introduced HBO Go – um they came out with an article like six months later and, and it was just like me. I'm like, you know, like a Netflix account, dude, I was getting everybody my, I'm like, here, 
here's my info for HBO Go. <laughs> I use Comcast, do all this, blah, 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 and you're in. And I gave it to like 10 people and no one ever had an issue. And then an article comes out and HBO's like, I want, or they're like, we want people to do that. We want people to share their information because once you get hooked on our show, you're not going to want to wait till the next day to watch the newest episode. You're going to walk in work Monday and people are going to be talking about Game of Thrones and you didn't see it. So people are going to pay the $15 a month while that season's happening. Thanks. So it was a way for them. Yeah. Here's my hot take for the day. My hot take is after Game of Thrones ended and I loved it and I read the books, I will say Band of Brothers is better than Game of Thrones. Dude, Band of Brothers and The Pacific are both better because it's factually based. You know? Uh, I get that. If, if Game of Thrones possibly had a better ending, I might have went with that. But they, they're hand-in-hand hand in visuals and how awesome they were and stunts and effects. And then, like you said, the story, it's actually for real. You're not making so, shit up on the spot. Okay, fucking so shit up. Now let's go to the two. Band of Brothers or the Pacific? I haven't seen the Pacific fully, oh. but I, I have to say Band of Brothers because I am addicted to Band of Brothers. I loved it. seen every episode so many times. That is such a hard, hard... I got to go with the Pacific. Me too. I agree. It's just, it was just more of a brutal warfare. It, it was well, the Pacific that, Island. And I think the way they did it, you get a lot more attached to Sledge, you know, as a character. Huh? So, like, you just feel so, like, I don't know. You it's so Sledge the in. kid from Jurassic Park? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they I think follow, I watched the first two or three episodes of it for sure. Yeah, they followed him that, and this guy Lackey. And a couple I other felt people. like I was cheating on winners. Though. Who did that Rami guy play? What was, like, uh, his character's name? Who? Uh, he does uh, Mr. Robot. Um, Rami did, Malik. He, oh, yeah. yeah. Who was his character? I can't remember his name. Did, but you remember like that one scene where you're like watching that skull with the blood and water yeah, is splashing? Yeah, he's throwing rocks in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, Jeez, and then, morbid. So, so the guy that plays Mr. Robot, Pete, he's like a country kid and just completely lost his mind in the war or just didn't give a fuck. But, like, he took uh, Sledge under uh, his wing, kind of, and... Sledge is pulling out the teeth with him. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no, there's that There's that one, like, turning point to where they really become friends. He, Sledge, the guy, kid from Jurassic Park, is he takes his bayonet out, and he's going to take a gold tooth out of the Japanese soldier's head. I think I remember and that, this. And that dude is like, don't do it. Listen to me. Don't do it. Like, don't become what we're becoming you know right like you're a better person than us yeah see so. dude imagine if you like what would you be would you be sledge or would you be the fucking savage guy being like i don't i'm in wartime i'm a fucking savage while i'm here i'd be sad uh, yeah that's, i mean a, that's exactly how i think i would be too like that's so bad but, but it's it, you become so numb to everything well, you know my, like my, my point is like i know how i am like and th- this is just so like, I it's so easy for me to say sitting in my living room, right? But like if I was in their position, in that type of like you're in a world war, either you were drafted or you volunteered because all your guys were, so you wanted to be with them, so you went. I'd be like, I don't care what it's like in that movie, uh, uh, the the Operation Frogman, the last lone survivor. 
Mm-hmm. When, they, when they catch those kids and they're like, oh, we got to let them go. I would have been like, fuck you. Turn your back. I'll take care of it. Yep. Absolutely. I know, I know that sounds grim as shit. And you, you go, oh, you don't know if you could do that. The fuck I couldn't. It's I know, like, dude. It's like if I'm walking down the street and a dog came and attacked me, I'd rip the dog's throat out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, like, you as know, quick I, as I as quick as I'd pet it, I would fucking shit went down. That dog would have a snap neck. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a similar scene. Uh, you guys ever see Fury? I know it's a fictional based World War II movie, no, but it was, I don't think so. Uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, the tanks. Yes, yes. Michael Pena. Oh, Fury. I thought you said Fury. Yeah, I seen Fury it has a uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, and they bring that new kid on, like becomes the new uh, gunner. Mm-hmm. for uh, the tank, you know, because the other guy got his head blown off. And Brad Pitt was like, you see somebody moving in those woods, you fucking shoot him. And so he sees, right right when we're going down to the trail, he sees a, uh, a little fucking na- Nazi Germany boy, fucking eight years old with a fucking RPG, and he fucking blows up the tank behind them, and fucking uh, Brad Pitt just grabs him and beats the fuck out of him. And he's like fucking holding his face, showing the fucking tank and the burning bodies. He's like, that's your fault. You know, like you can't take any fucking chances, man. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's war, man. Yeah. Where are we too old to get drafted? Yes. No, actually, no. 36? Like, no, no, actually, like it all depends on like what, how the war is going. True. I get you. The older they'll get, they'll start pulling 50-year-olds at the half. I'll I'll be back in two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck, it's just crazy. Dude, I was just thinking, you know, uh, totally uh, random. I was thinking this earlier. Besides, like, the the lovey-dovey stuff and, you know, the actually the things of why I love Paige. You know what? Why or why Paige loves me? I think I know why Paige loves me or not why. I think I know the the exact point Paige loved me and I knew she loved me was I fell asleep on her. This was years ago, Pat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, flipping through the channels. Let's watch Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I fell asleep five to ten minutes in. I wake up like five minutes into that, like the end of the movie. And she's like, no, I watched this entire movie basically for you. <laughs> I was like, this is the world's worst movie. And I cannot yeah. believe you fucking sit through Mortal Kombat for me. Yeah. Dude. I, couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you if I ever like noticed the time when Jody, like, you know, had that big L for me. But <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. And I, to this day, she looks at me like I'm fucking could do no wrong. And I don't get it. Same with me. I'll be I'll be fucking hungover, slept till eight thirty, nine o'clock, and she's been up with the kids since seven and she's Oh, you could have slept in. Do you want a coffee? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, isn't that crazy? Haven't I, I my my mother was never like that with my father. And then when you get it, you're like, No, I could get my own coffee. Like, I don't want to put you out for this. Yeah, fuck no. Right. <laughs> like, no, I've been a lazy piece of shit all day. Right. Let me get out and cut the grass. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I did that today and it felt so good. Cutting the lawn. It took an hour, but yeah. Yeah. I uh mine tomorrow. I uh <clears throat> came out here today because I had these flowers that grow back every year. They like drop their seeds and I get more every year. So Hey Dave. First, yeah. That guy's character is snafu. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So snafu. I, I, 
Um, so I came out here and around my light post, I had these flowers that grow back every year and they only, you know, they takes like two months from the grow and they bloom for about two weeks, but they're beautiful flowers, you know, but every year I get more and more. So every year there's a little bit more scattered out. So I, I brought Logan out here with me today, dug up all the fucking bulbs, separate nice. some, some were growing double. So I, I think I had nine last year. I have, let's see, four, eight, 14. I have about 34 of them this year. Do you know what they are? Uh, I forget the name of them, man. Uh, I, I, I can look it up, but I'm not gonna right now. Nice. Uh, but they're, I mean, they're awesome flowers. And I, me and him were out there, and Patty came out towards the end. And, you know, she was saying something. I was like, this is just therapeutic for me, man. It's so fucking relaxing to garden. Davy Stewart. Yep. I told her, I was like, you need to get into it. She's like, I probably should. I'm like, you definitely should. Uh, Dave, how many times a day do you check your greenhouse? Uh, depending on the weather, like since it rained a lot, I only go out there once a day because it's so swampy. Yeah. But I went out there twice today because it wasn't so bad. But do you like kind of just stare at everything? Because that's what I do. Oh, <laughs> dude, I, I love doing I just, that pick up each little one and I fucking check on it and everything's everything's sprouting except for uh, the the jalapenos. Yeah. Well, I I had some like real late sprouts today of uh, Fresno chilies. So I'm guessing you're right there. Yeah. I I, I mean, I'm not uh, the the bell peppers sprouted like tiny little tiny little guys. Yeah. So I'm on track. I'm a little bit behind like because I, you know, I don't know if you heard Pete, but I had a fucking, uh, we had the windstorm a couple yeah. weeks ago, like two weeks after I fucking planted everything. And I anchored down my little greenhouse and, uh, it wasn't enough. So Jeez. all my plant, all my fucking little things blew over. I lost about, uh, I would say 70% of my seeds. So I had to start over and replant. So that's why I'm farther behind Pat right now. And I was nervous because what happened to Dave, so I kept a lot of mine in the house. And Smart. I, I like control, like controlled the environment, and then, but at the same time, I planted backups because you like, got it. You got it. I didn't know what was going to happen to my greenhouse, and then when Dave told me that, dude, I think a fucking hurricane could come through, and my greenhouse isn't going to go anywhere. So now, like the other day, I think I counted like seventeen tomato plants, like growing. A lot of tomatoes, dude. Oh, I Speaking gotta, of which, I gotta give them away. I, dude, this, sorry, Dave, this sparked a huge, I don't want to say fight me and Paige, don't fight, but a fight between me and Paige. The garden. It was like world. A, a conversation, oh, a heated conversation. Neither. I mean, me and Paige never, I mean, me and Paige could talk normal and it's a heated conversation. Like, me and Paige don't fight, like, fight, fight. It was a heated conversation where we both get our opinions across, basically saying, saying to each other, fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was, we still loved each other afterwards. It was just, you know, the way me and Paige are. And it was, she doesn't want to put a fucking garden in the backyard until, like, we actually landscape the backyard, get a new fence in. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking till the fucking middle of the yard. I'll fucking put some shit in the, like, I, I don't care. She's like, no, no, no. I want to fucking wait until we do stuff. So I'm like forced to put any and all plants I have on pl- in like planters, like yeah. in around my back. So 
Yeah, but it's going to be if shitty. You like, if you do like two planters of tomatoes, two of cukes, two of, to say, like snap peas and two of like a pepper, you're good. No, well, I think, I- you, to be honest, I know exactly what you're saying. I agree. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But I feel you guys are doing peppers. You guys are doing fr- vegetables. I'm going to sh- I'm gonna try to do fruits for us. Oh, Blueberries, okay. strawberries, you know, for shit sure. like that. That's cool. So I'm we have a little I'm- flavor, right? Yeah, so we can trade shit versus mm-hmm. having an abundance of shit that's going to go bad. Yeah. yeah, everybody has well, 45 pounds of beefsteak tomatoes. Well, dude, I'm going to put my shit into like little baskets and I'm just going to put it like up on Facebook. Hey, a basket's five bucks or a $2. Come get it. That'll go so quick, Pat. I'd rather do that and then see it to go to waste and then just put that money towards my seeds and shit for next year. My my hoop, I'm going to do those, uh, those hoop things, hoop houses. Yeah. And my chicken coop. I honestly think this is gonna get a, probably doubled in size for me to, uh, next year. I'm probably gonna yeah. three more raised beds. Yeah, and then hopefully Logan gets involved and like gets excited about it. No, he he was. I mean, he he didn't he hasn't been going outside with me to look at the the, the seedlings, but I brought him out there today. He's like, yeah, because after we were gardening, he was all excited. So he's like, yeah, let's go check them out. He's like, <laughs> oh man, look at all those. Yeah. <laughs> Petty's like, I don't give a fuck. And then once the fucking he gets to pick the shit off the vine or whatever you're growing, he's gonna love it. Oh yeah, like I'm a fucking nerd though. Like I'll take the little, I'll be talking to the plant. Like, hey buddy, how you doing? Oh, looking dude, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll unzip my greenhouse in the morning before work, and I'll go in there and I'll be like, what's up? What's going on? Anyone grow? Anyone popping through? What's happening? Bro, there's there's first gardens. Uh, I mean, I used, I used to help my grandma when I was a kid, and I tried to start one uh, two years ago, but I was just working so much until I got fired. So I, now it's like... When I lived at my parents. On the you said you did, you did, right? Yeah. Oh, so you know, like, dude, it's just like you were saying with The Office. Like, dude, you're just getting to the fucking, the good part. In a oh. sense. It gets even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, Pat. It gets, dude, though, like, how, what kind of tomatoes did you get? Uh, I got a, a one cherry tomato and then like just your like regular beef or whatever tomato. Okay. See, I, I got bomb. I got Romas. Yeah. I, yeah. I got I got the Romas. Right. Yeah. What are those like plums sort of plum tomatoes? Yeah. 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 They're the ones. Which we're actually we have a very good weather for Roma tomatoes. Oh yeah. Like it's it's very similar to the Italian like. Uh, weather, so they'll grow really nice here. Are you guys doing carrots? Yep, I am. Yep, I'm doing sweet onions too. See, that'll be fucking titties, dude. Like holes, underrated movie, by the way. Oh, I'm, uh, I know holes. Great movie. I that's what got me. That's what I got me into Shia LaBeouf. I could fix that. Same, same, dude. Pete, Pete, I could fix that. Ooh, you could fill any hole I have. Oh. Um. Snake what was I gonna? Yeah, I used to help my grandma with that. You know, like that's that's where I learned how to cook. It's where I got my love for gardening. You know, uh, she planted a pear tree, a Bosch pear tree, in our backyard when I was a kid. Way we, I, you know, she moved to Chicago when my mom was like ten, so like sixty four. So she planted a tree when she moved in there, and or no, it was eighth grade, so it was sixty eight. My my mom moved there eighth grade. Chicago. So she planted the tree in 68 and I was growing up in 90, 91 and this tree was fucking 40 feet tall. And I, in the summer I'd fucking climb the tree 
and I would just eat the pears out of the tree. And then if my co- if my cousins were over, I you know it's all bushy, you can't see me. I'd call them in the back. I'd start calling my cousins' names, and they'd come walking out of the back door, and I'd start whipping pears at them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Davy the Menace over here <laughs> for sure, dude. For sure. Uh, so real quick, I. Uh, Poured myself this strawberry banana fruitsicle from Oddside. That sounds delicious. Dude, it is fucking yummy. That's all I can say about that, man. It is. Mm, that just it's sounds not, like a dessert. You, you just get like this nice little tartness. I wouldn't say sour. It's just a little bite, you know? Nice. It, that was good shit, man. You know what I did recently and. Pat myself on the back, and I know when people hate that. I installed a chandelier into our uh, bedroom, and it looks fucking nice, real nice. Is it? Isn't it a motherfucker though? No, 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 no. It's definitely something like, especially with the chandelier where you're on the ceiling. I could not have done it by myself because I would need, uh, I needed Paige to hold it so I could connect wires. But Dave, I, it's connecting wires, dude. It's so I, easy. I did it by myself though. Yeah, it's so hard. I could not imagine it done. I'd have got like a hockey stick out. And the, the the one I bought for the dining room, it was hanging too low. It's like, you know, they give you enough chain links if you have a fucking 12-foot ceiling, you know? <laughs> but I don't have a 12-foot ceiling, so I had to fucking pry open the chain links. <laughs> I had to remove the amount I needed, rerun the fucking wire through all the fucking chain links. It was a motherfucker. You know, I've never seen your house in the daylight. Uh, Yeah, because, you know, what were we going to we I mean, recorded we recorded in like November or whatever. And we, it was dark. We, yeah. I mean, we also only did one day drinking episode. That one Sunday episode of your house. Oh, yeah. But it was at my house, not yours. Yeah. That was weird, though. I can't wait. I haven't seen like your backyard in the daylight yet. Um, I mean, if you're not worried about social distancing, once I got this pool open, man, you're, you're more than welcome to come by and take a dip. I don't swim, but I will definitely come by and chill. You don't swim? I hate pools, dude. Dave, I'm fucking six foot two. They come up to my waist. How cool is that? <laughs> you fucking get on one of my floaties and you sit there and drink <laughs> your beverages. Oh, uh, I guess. Or smoke my pipe. Or that. Which I'm still trying to talk myself into doing. Come on over. I got something for you. I'll give you a care package like fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> calling, a, calling a fucking loadout. I should. I mean, I got this old weed. I mean, I'm sure it'll still get me high, but no, get the good shit, dude. You'll be way better, I guess. I'm just, I'm, I'm just scared, and I told Pat like I'm scared that I'm gonna smoke it. I'm gonna have a full blown anxiety attack. You will. What do you mean you're scared? You're gonna. You're going to be ready. You are. You will. That's why I haven't smoked. <laughs> I'm almost gonna guarantee it, dude. And I see, oh. but, I, see, but I, I don't smoke pot like people smoke pot, like. I what do you mean? Like, so I'll take my hitter, I'll pack my hitter, and I don't do the, you know, like with weed, you s- pull straight to the lungs, you know, versus smoking a cigarette, you pull into your mouth, and then once your mouth is full, you inhale that. That's exactly when, how I smoke weed. I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. But when I was a kid, I would do straight pulls to the lung. I wouldn't pack it in my mouth and then inhale. I would just go straight to the lungs so you could take a much bigger hit. And that's that. I did that for so long and I was like, that's fucking stupid. I can't handle the weed that's out here these days. Let me try smoking like a cigarette. So I do like, you know, a little puff off the hitter, you know, give it five minutes. See how I feel. I could do one more. 
and then be good. And then that's my that's my night, you know. But I'm All still right. scared, dude. In June, oh, it's gonna be, be it's, it's it's gonna be three years in June. Well, do you, if you get high and you have panic attacks and shit, then it's definitely not what it does for me. So, like, why would you even want to do it though? I mean, I don't. I, I don't get panic attacks anymore ever since I changed the way I smoke pot. Like when I was getting like absolutely fucking just retarded stoned panic attacks, but I do like more of a control high. Like, but I'm more of like, for me, man, weed's always been more of a social drug. Like, I don't want to just smoke by myself. You know, I want to, if we're having a couple beers in the backyard and I fucking take a couple of hits, that's a completely different ball game. I love that. That's, that's my favorite kind of weed smoke. See, you know? I'm, I'm like, that's my drinking. Is I, I like to drink social. I'll never drink really by myself. <laughs> Even though now I'm drinking by myself. But we're being social. So. We're being social. This is We're just doing the social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> and Pat, you haven't smoked in the longest, right? Because of the fucking work. I think Pat's not back yet. I think he walked away to go take a piss. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, see, like, Eric, I mean... Just like Pat in the sense they're both union, Eric will stop for fucking three, four months at, at a fucking pop. Yeah. And I, I mean, Pat, I think is just, he sort of weighed the options and the risk versus reward, sort of like COVID. He's like, it's not worth the risk, right? For sure. And I mean, that's how it was. I mean, for me, like my company was starting to change. I saw it. So I was like, I'm going to stop smoking pot. Plus, I was beginning to like like it too much, where it was almost becoming like an addiction again. So I was like, I don't want that in my life. I like I like the social smoking, you know. See, I I one hundred percent get that because I mean, I, like I, 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 every now and then I think to myself, like, am I addicted to pot? And I've been smoking for fifteen plus years. Am I addicted? Of course I am. But it's like I'm not addicted because I don't have a dependency on it. I could well, go you, out of town for three days and be fine without weed. You you can't get a dependency on weed. Yeah. You can become mentally uh, addicted, and I mean I'm a guy who's probably quit smoking pot maybe six or seven times in my life. Oh, and and always day one is the worst. Yep. The like dreams. Like for you, you're, you know, day one might not be the same for you. You're just like, oh, I'm not going to smoke on the road. So you're just like, I'll smoke when I get home. So you're not really thinking of it that way. But I'm thinking about it. All right. I'm quitting for a while. Day one's horrible. And then day two, it's like, it'd be cool if I could smoke. Uh, and then day three, I'm like, eh, I'm good. But like, that's how quick it is. It's like nothing. Hey, and unlike any other thing, Vicodin alcohol, you're not sitting there with the shakes. <laughs> That's uh, a good thing. Vicodin was probably the worst for me. And I didn't take it all the time, but there was a time where I was taking a lot of it. And I, when I didn't have it, all I thought about was having it. So See, that's bad, David. That fucks with your liver, homie. So that's when I found Kratom and I gave that a whirl. And so I started taking the Kratom. And then I had some Norcos once, a couple from somebody. And I was like, yeah, let me try taking one instead of the Kratom. And I took the one and I was like, I'm never taking those again. Ugh. And now I don't take Kratom. I don't take Vicodin. Um, yes, hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, talking about uh, weed smoking. And about, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I heard you guys. I just like, I, I couldn't talk, couldn't talk. And all of a sudden I got booted. But yeah. Uh, oh. 
No, I, I tend to smoke every St. Patrick's Day. That's it. What do I sound? I feel that's that's false news. That's fake news. That's Donald Trump. That's not. I didn't smoke this year because there was no St. Patrick's Day. In my okay, mind. we might have to. We might but, have to edit this out, Dave. Hey, Dave, we might have to edit this out. It's early, but in all honesty, Pat, you feel comfortable saying that with work and shit? Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Especially, especially with my company. My company's so cheap. We don't drug test. And, but, and number two, they can't. They can't take a fucking voice recording and say that this is legitimate. So fuck them. <laughs> well, and due to my union contract, I've been employed with them on, especially on this project for nine months. So they can't drug test me right now anyway. And even if they did, you'd be good, bro. <laughs> you smoke once but, a year, you're gonna pass any drug test. Yeah. Uh, well, Joey yeah. just got some fucking fresh herb from her mom, plus some like. 40 gummies because her mom and the, jody not better friends I, I don't know man but the nugs that she's got the purple and they smell fantastic you know um, why they're purple I, let me in, teach you something when buds get cold they turn purple oh yeah so so uh i was gonna say though you know uh unfortunately pat had a loss in the family not too long ago True. and one of one of his uh numbing agents were gummies yep a I, lot of them I ate gummies for like eight straight days, way too many. And then I had to stop because I went to bed drunk and high and I had a horrible panic attack. America. America. Dude, I think that's because in the words of like Stone Cold, you were drinking piss beer and running your fucking self down to fucking (laughs) eat. Uh, Dude, like we were eating them like crazy, man. Like that's the only way I'd be able to sleep. And then the one night, oh, I woke up. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, you texted me at like six that morning. You're like, dude. Can I be in the honestly, Pat, can can you put me in the you're having a panic attack text chain? Sure. Okay. I because dude, I if anything, I honestly feel like me being a social worker would be one of the most fucking impactful things I could do in life. And like <laughs> deal, dealing with people's problems, I I in a sense like I love doing it. So, like, if I could be there to help you, I would be more well, than willing the fu- to. The funny thing is, too, like, on that note, I've been talking to Jody a lot about maybe going back to school or something. Mm-hmm. About, like, guidance counselor, like, even like even taking the farther step and getting, like, a doctorate in, like, psychology, become a, uh, a therapist of some sort. Yep. That's that interesting. You're so good. I mean, just, like, a um, crazy time and... Like, like I know what people go through with this shit. So, can you imagine being able to truly like help someone with it? For right, sure. Dude. And I, w- you know, like it'd be nice to help somebody without putting them on a medicine right away. Yeah. You know, like without a talk- doubt, because there's there's a bunch of underlying issues with me with you, and it's always, you know, uh, I think me and you, Pat, have a lot of similarities with our anxiety, and I think a lot of the anxiety. It- your anxiety really didn't kick in until Liam was around, right? I, I never had anything until like he was like two months old. I okay, same boat. I had one small one, and this was me smoking pot, and it was just kind of like it was the first time I noticed like how fucking fat your uh, blood pumps when you smoke pot. I never paid attention to it before. And then one night I paid attention, and gave me an anxiety attack. I'm like, why is my heart racing so fast? Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, but that's just what weed does to your blood. You know, it, it increases blood flow. So I didn't know that at the time. And I'm like, why is, oh my God, my heart's racing. So I had an anxiety <laughs> attack. But besides that one time, I never had one until Logan was about two months old. 
And I think a lot of it has to do with you. You always talk to me and others about uh, the heart health in your family. Yeah. You know, so you always, you probably always kind of dwell on like, what happens if I fucking die before I get to watch my kid grow up? Well, it's that. It's like, I don't like, I want to see, obviously I want to have another kid. I want to see them grow up. I want to see them have grand or, you know, I want to have grandkids, but there's this thing in the back of my head of the failure of like failing. Now that you have a family, you can fail all you want when you're single, no kids, nothing to worry about. Nothing to lose. Right. That's me. That's me. Well, no, you got, no, no, but but I know exactly what you're saying though. But now in the back of my head is. I got to do what I've been doing my whole life times three because it's me, my wife, and my child now. And I've got to produce on a, like a constant basis, like kill it year after year after year. And then there's like those little things that creep in. And what if this? What if that? What yep. if this happens? And it's like, uh, holy fuck. Honestly, you know what? I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. You're way more established than me in life in that sense where you have a career and all that. But like, I think the thing that sets me apart from you, even though I'm way farther down on the fucking totem pole, and I think you guys know this about me, I'm just, I'm constantly reassuring myself and always thinking of the positive. And I think if you, that's the Irish in you, you don't, you always think of the negative as opposed to the positive. Um, see, I, my, my philosophy in life, just because of the way things turned out for me, I'm always a uh, expect the worst, hope for the best type of guy. Exactly. So yes. I, I, I plan for the worst. It's, and it, 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 start, it stems from my mom dying when I was 11. You know, I was expecting her to die. I wasn't like, oh, she's going to be okay. I was expecting her to die, but I was hoping that she wouldn't. You know, so I, I feel like that helped me get through that at such a young age. And then I just carry that on through everything in life. You know, like right now I'm in an uncertainty and that's why my fucking uh, anxiety started to spike a little bit. Cause you know, like it, it, I'm glad I'm not in a fucking poisonous uh, workplace anymore, but I can't sit here and rely on fucking unemployment for the rest of my life. Like I, I, something has to happen and it's like now the clock's running out and I still don't have a job and it's, you know, it becomes worrisome, you know, but sure. Right. I can only imagine that fucking anxiety now that I have a house. I mean, it definitely helps with, you know, Patty's a huge supporter of mine. She always is. She, uh, she was there for me when I fucking anxiety started coming back. I was like, just hug me. And she, you know, she would hug me for fucking 20 minutes at a time because I read that compression helps yeah. ease anxiety. So she would sit there and hug me and it fucking helps, you know, like it's, I I was telling Jody the other time this time in the in 2020 May 1st of 2020 with everything's going on is a motherfucker for anybody that has any type of mental health issue. It is brutal. Yeah. Absolutely. And anxiety falls into that category, depression falls into that category. But like we pro- talked about before, man, the, pro- the problem with this though is it's going to affect a lot of people that don't have those underlying issues to begin with. Sure. Yeah. Like, like with, with anxiety, I feel like for my anxiety, it, it's over a lot of things that I just can't control. And Jody always says, you're worrying about this. And that's down, down the line. That's five to six months down the line or whatever. Like, don't worry about something that you can't control. Well, it's like, I get that. Easier said than done, sweetheart. I, right. I get what you're saying, but my brain is broken. And I don't think your brain's broken. I just think, 
that's the yeah. way you're hardwired. You know, no? I, I, I know I would, my brain's not broken, but yes, it's. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say broken. I'm just. You know, I I think you know me, you, a, a lot of the people that we know are more self aware than a lot of others. You know, like if I wasn't fucking if if I was just completely ignorant to everything going on around me, I probably wouldn't have anxiety. Don't you kind of wish you were? I oh, dude. Oh, absolutely. Like, don't I mean, I think that's the trick, guys. That's where I sort of come in, where I, I sort of live that ignorant life where it's like, I don't want to fucking pay attention to the shit that's going to make me feel bad. I'm ignorant to it, whatever. You know what I mean? But I sort of see the downfall where it's like, then it's like, well, you're the ignorant person. You know what I mean? It's not always bad. I mean, you don't have to fucking know everything. You know, like there's things you choose to be ignorant towards. You know, I mean, in, in 100% honesty, I, I choose in, in my brain to think, I have no control of anything. I'm on this earth and I have literally the control of what's in front of me today, tomorrow, and possibly a, a little bit into the future. So I just try to live as today, this moment as much as I can, because like Pat said, if, if you start thinking into the future, then your brain starts racing and then it's the heart pumping. And then it's, you start getting into the fucking, okay. Thinking about death. And it's like, okay, okay. I need to, I need to stop. I need to stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, just, I, I, I have just, those thoughts and man, I hate I, that. I never, I, man, I was, uh, I was fucking something with the kid. I don't know. I think it's the Dude, fucking, I, the back be, of my brain. Before Logan, I thought I was invincible. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, I, that I, like, makes me not want to have a kid, guys. You guys make. I, I jumped out oh. of a moving car to get people to laugh one time. But David, but, but, jackass like, fucking jumps but like, over here. I'll tell you this, Pete. There's nothing more rewarding than having a kid. And I could see it with with Dominic because, like, and Liam, like, dude, <laughs> can I say something about Liam? That kid is Spider Man. He is constantly using his feet to grip oh, things, to go up on things. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, and the funny thing is, he wants to be thrown in the air. He wants to be held upside down. He wants to be thrown oh. around. He wants to be in his fucking. They love it. Yeah, he's got a uh, uh, trampoline outside. He wants to be in it all the time. It's it's crazy. So, uh, so I'm gonna backtrack a little bit uh, on what we we're talking about. Wanted to say something. All the way back Rewind. To, if no. you're going all the way back to abortion. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, please, please, please. I changed my stance. I'm pro life now. Okay. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> Now, uh, back to the whole, you know, these underlying issues that some people never even had, man. Imagine what some of these people that are going through that, say, 26-year-old uh, moved out of their parents' house because they finally got a steady job. They got an apartment somewhere, and now they're fucking told to social distance, and they're one of these people that are actually going to follow through with it. And now you're stuck in the house by yourself six with days your a week. Box. Yeah, man, that, that can get fucking rough real fast i'm yeah. one of those people i, I don't want to be by myself I especially need you know, people around me you know I, I i yell at patty all the time uh stop watching the news all day yeah like it's, it's oh she's one it's, of those it's not helpful like she'll have it on in the morning and when i get up and I'll, I'll sit there and watch the first 10 minutes of whatever she's watching and i'm like all right that's all i that's all i need for today and i'll fucking turn on the office or something like i can't sit here and watch this it's gonna fucking. I, I can gonna, see her being a Fox News person. She is, but not like she's she's local Fox News. She's not. Yeah, but like in my house, we're we're very very uh, like the news hasn't been on in probably over a month, and it's usually on a little bit because we do. I just do like to see 
what and I, we'll turn on Fox News and we'll turn on MSNBC just to see both sides. Yeah, and yeah, I we both we tend to laugh. Jody's Jody was never really into that stuff until she met me, but now she, of course she, she like you know took on that side of me and. We'll both laugh because both sides are just completely fucking insane. It's, and I don't remember that being growing up. I remember Fox News and MSNBC having slightly similar news. Am I crazy? Uh, probably not. I don't think it was so political. Political, whatever. No, no. Yeah, it's I, totally I, like you said. You're watching two different news. Bro- I would like say feeds. 2008 is when it all started changing. When Obama was running for office for the first time. And you started to get these right wingers that were just like anti-black president, and then yeah. that's where the whole split happened. And, and then once it be once it became president, that split started to widen. And then once Trump got in, it split like the Red Sea. Lost credibility with me. So that's like, I gotta say, where I do agree with those people, and this is gonna sound weird, like that. Obama came in, man, and that dude was like a fucking hurricane. Like gay rights, women rights, like uh, LGBT or whatever. Fucking transgender bathrooms, all that. Right, giving you what the what the masses want. But right, no, but not even that though. He it wasn't missed. he he shot this arch like a rocket and hit all these points that these people wanted, but he missed forty five fifty percent of the country. He missed mm-hmm. their basic blue collar middle class Trump supporter person right he just missed us and I voted for him twice but at the end his two years even me talking to my old man we we were like where the fuck are you going with this you know and he made a lot of empty promises and I get it so I get why said people that vote for Trump are so angry but you're angry at the wrong people you're angry yeah. at your neighbor. You're angry at the guy at your job. Right. That ain't yeah. that guy. Ain't who cares? It's like I work with you know I work with guys on they're huge Trump fans and or, or people and they they fucking in their face. Rah, 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 rah. This is how it should be. This is how it should be. And I just laugh. And they're like, "Why don't you have a uh, uh, you know like your opinion?" I'm like, "I do have my opinion, but you are so angry and you're yelling at me about why you're mad. Like you're yelling at the wrong guy." Right. Yeah. So it's just it, 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 and, and and like that's the problem with like this mod, modern day politics. It used to be if you talk to like an older generation, like uh, I was having a conversation with a friend's dad years ago, and we were talking I was to- talking about George W. and he was a George W. supporter. I wasn't, and like we were drunk, so we started to get into a little bit, and he was like, "I don't want to talk about it anymore." And I'm like, no, I agree. I agree 100%. We're, we're going way too deep into this. It's going to get us both angry. And I like you. So why am I going to get mad at you for something that ultimately I have no control over? You have no that's control over. most people should be. And that's how it used to be. But yeah. social media, it's changed. Because, like, if, if you tell me that fucking what I believe in fucking is bullshit and I'm a fucking idiot for believing that, there's a good chance I could punch you in the face at the bar. Yeah. But now we have this is this is like us driving by in a car, uh, road rage. You know, people feel safe in their car. That's why you see road rage. People think that like I have a car separating me from your car, and you're separated from your car, and that's why I can flick you off and yell fucking belligerent things to you because I'm safe. But you know, Chicago proved that wrong because we could shoot you on the highway. 
Boom, you know? 294, yo. Well, see, so, I, when I flick someone off in my car, it's not the feeling of safeness. It's like, I want you to pull over so I can make you swallow your <laughs> That's why I do that. Yeah. Right? I, I look way smaller in my Camry. When I step out and six foot three Pete comes but out, you're I, not going to be too happy. Let, let's get real here. How many times have you guys got fucking flicked off by a fucking 17 year old or a fucking 60 year old woman? Dave, to be honest, I drive a lot, just like you did when you worked in the industry like me. I quite literally will laugh and like wave at people if they get pissed at me. So yep. that shit does not affect me at no, all. No, no. Oh, I love it. it. I love it. I mean, especially like you, if I'm on the clock, it doesn't affect me at all. Yeah, people's <laughs> anger makes me so happy, dude. It's and, so sadistic. And I'm just going to say something, Dave. If I was driving next to you and I didn't know you, <laughs> terrible. I'd probably be flicking you off and throwing shit at you. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not always yeah, like, Dave. hey, Pat, you drove with me once and I was kind of, we sh- probably shouldn't have driven there. <laughs> oh, no, so speaking of which, speaking of which, I, I forgot that. I kept forgetting to bring this up. I got a fucking uh, a red light ticket. And <laughs> was, uh, I was like, where the fuck is this street? And Patty's like, I'm pretty sure that East Side. I'm like, when the fuck was I East Side? And it was fucking the day before the Super Bowl. I was like, God damn. I got flashed twice. I got, got flashed. <laughs> they both came in the mail the same day. I got a warning and then I got a ticket oh, <laughs> in the same day. Nice. <laughs> it was me Dude, going. You are just insane with your driving. I love well, it. Well, I mean, I'm not. No, I'm not. Mm, I, I, I tend to get insane when I see people <laughs> like. I have an issue with people that don't know how to drive. Like when you, when you should be speeding up to like, all right, I, I need to get into this lane. I'm going to slam on my brakes and then put, put my signal on. Yeah, I get okay. angry. I get let's, angry. Let's, I, I speed up. It, let's put it into the fucking actual perspective of the past. Correct. Right, Pete? Thank you. Yes. So it's like midnight, one in the morning, and we're going to go to the sports book to put bets on the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> on the bowl. Right. Dave's driving. I've never been in his Subaru. I wanted to sit passenger. Shouldn't have went. None of us. No. So anyway, no, I didn't go. I chose not to. I was smart as fuck. Right. So if you're from the south side of Chicago, you know how the only real, the best way to get the horseshoe is the Bishop Ford and to get off on 95th or whatever that is, or not, or whatever, 103rd, and you cut through the east side of Chicago. It's not a good neighborhood. And people over there don't give a fuck. Now you put Dave into that aspect, and it's like <laughs> fucking Mario Kart. Gasoline on fire. Yeah, man. So, he's but swerving, and he's yelling, and then to top it off, Pete, he wanted to show me yes. there how no. his, his lane no. detection system works. Oh, he, my he, God. He could take his hands off the wheel. And it was Great, dry, David. And he's going 80. And he's, like, playing with his phone for music. Dude, I was, like, covering my eyes. And I'm like, I just don't want to die. So, but I'm, Pat, I, I will tell you, I'm a way better driver. I'm, like, the ultimate road trip and king. If you want somebody safe, that's me, brother. Like, no, road trip's different, dude. I put it on cruise control, 75. Yeah, down full. No, no. 85, all the way to Atlanta. So, okay, so, like, it was, you know, traffic was going 80. So, I'm like, whatever. But the fucking funny thing was, I'm trying to show Pat how my lane detection works while I'm drunk. And he's like, dude, you should probably stop doing this right now because it sees the lane and it jerks us back into the center. So, if I was a cop behind you, I'm going to think you're a drunk driver. <laughs> yeah. 
that. I'm like, dude, you're fucking, you make us look like idiots right now. Yeah, dude, the, dude, the, the whole the whole car. Is like, oh. it was like a uh, a kid bowling with the bumpers. Up yes. And like, yes. Oh Jesus, Dave. I was like, oh my god. Uh, but uh. And then, like, we got into the fucking uh, the, the parking lot, the fucking uh, parking garage, and I'm just now I'm fucking with Pat because I can I can tell he's nervous with my driving, and I dude I was a little nervous too because I was like I'm kind of tipsy, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I ultimately know that like I'm I'm really good at driving, like I shouldn't have been driving, right. I shouldn't have been driving that night, like none of us should have caught. I mean, we almost knew what we were walking into that night when we got to that casino. They yeah. opened the sports books, dude. And we're, in and out. <laughs> we, like, we were getting the, we were getting in the car like this place is probably to be packed right now. And we got there. It was beyond. I'd never seen a casino that packed in my life. No, especially especially an Indiana casino. Oh yeah. But usually on the second second like uh, tier of the park. Right. Garage. Or just go all the way to the roof and park wherever you want. Right. But this from one, here on out, I'm driving anywhere we need to go. I'm I will take the bullet and not drink, boys. Yeah, but da- telling he, you now, he, he'd, he'd like see a guy coming and he'd floor it and like turn in the <laughs> aisle in front of him. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Shit, Dave, <laughs> you are the worst. Your friends' lives are in your hands. Mm. He's alive. He's talking to us right now. We're fine. Yeah. And if he did get in an accident, I would have taken my seatbelt off and just walked into the casino. Like, <laughs> Bloodied. Twenty on black. I don't want anything to do with this. Hey, yeah, I don't know this to, man. I do want to bring something up. I, I don't know why I just thought of it. Well, you said casino, and then for some reason, my brain went to Ocean's Thirteen or whatever. Great movie. So, why do you guys think that there's not? He- don't you think, or I maybe I should say this? I thought there would be a lot more robberies going on that you're allowed to walk into a store wearing a fucking mask, dude. That that is my thought every time I walk into a store. Dude, I got my mirrored sunglasses on, and I I always because they're prescription, so I always forget to take them off. And I got a hat on. And then once you're in, you can't take them off. You got to leave. Right. Them Honestly, I think that. They've done a good job of putting out cops and live cops and all that shit to know that, like, you're going to get caught, dude. There's video cameras. You're going to get caught. Okay, but, okay, you might get caught, but why? How hasn't there been an uptick? I don't know. I I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I think, ultimately, you're getting average Joe Schmo to go to these stores at the time, and maybe we shouldn't be talking about it to give people ideas. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Slum, they can make a movie off of us. Listen to us. Yeah, I don't think slum people listen to our our podcast. No, we only have like twenty five listeners. Yeah, mm. and like thirty percent of them are overseas, so we're all right. Yeah, but we're good. You know, uh, Boy, mate, I just gonna say, I lost my thought. The booze is really kicking in now. <laughs> Same. I'm all fucked up. I'm loving it. America. I got work. I got work in the morning, so no. Hey, but dude, I mean, we're still gonna have to play like an hour of fucking Warzone. I, I know. I'm definitely getting in in a little bit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pack myself a little uh, Bud Light seltzer bag. Come on with it. I'll be yeah. In the morning. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm working with iron workers. This is what built America. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Without a dude. Okay. I'll tell you this story. This is funny as shit. So I won't use any names or anywhere, but 
So I get called out, me and my old partner, we start this job. And uh, cranes, they have just it's motors, you know, like anything, but they're electric. And to turn the crane, it's a motor. And it's called a swing motor, right? Basic, whatever. But they got brakes in there and their plates. And if the plates don't have enough air gap, because when metal gets, you know, heated, it expands. So the air mm-hmm. gaps have to be correct. Or if they get hot, it expands too much and then the brake will lock up. Almost like a transmission gear. I think it's like yeah. transmission plates. So anyway, we're like fresh onto this job. And uh, me and my old partner always had a fridge in the doghouse. And the fridge is always full of Bud Light. Always. <laughs> so, uh, uh, sure shit. We just set the crane up maybe two weeks ago and we have our b- first big concrete pour. And uh, the the motor seized up on us and we had to stay late, like super late to fix it. And this mechanic would only come out, the said mechanic's not around anymore, but he'd only come out if he had X amount of beer, like waiting for him. <laughs> he gets out there, he, he like comes in, doesn't say anything, opens the fridge. He's like, boy, we're going to need more. And he like points to me. He's like, you got a book bag? I'm like, yeah, I got my bag. And he goes, another case, go. So Jeez. I go get another case. I bring it back up. We're sitting in the doghouse. We probably have like six, seven each. And then we like start pulling, pulling apart this motor. We're working on it, working on it. He like stands up. He was like, boys, I'm thirsty. Go back in the doghouse, drink a shitload more. He gets out there. We fu- anyway, we finally like fixed this thing. And it's, it's late. It's like nine o'clock at night on a Friday. So we just shove all the beer cans, probably like two cases of beer cans under the bench in the doghouse and the guy I was working with, we're like, ah, fuck it. We'll clean it up on Monday. So we climb down and we leave, you know? So Monday we get to work and it's the two of the head GC guys, the general contractors and they're like head safety guy. And this other dude with a camera and then like the Whoa. two big dogs from the company that I work for. And they're like, uh, Pat and Tim, we need to talk to you. And we're like, all right. So we go in and we're sitting at this trailer and they're like, oh, you know, so uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is uh, this is when the like the 09 recession was kind of ending and construction was like really coming back. And yeah. uh, so the GC guys were like, you know, we're real excited to have you guys here. We're really excited to be at the spot. It's a beautiful scenery of the West Loop looking east to the city. This beautiful skyline. So we hired a photographer to go up in your crane on Saturday. Oh. And I was like, oh, all right. And he's guy. They take a black bag from behind this desk and they put it on the like the, the other table and they're like, what is this? And we're like, uh. And my partner was like, oh, those dog houses, they come from the yard. Those guys, they drink after work in there. We don't, we don't really clean them out right away because we're not using it. And I'm sitting there like, Smart. holy fuck. You what know, a good fucking like, I, one. I, I'm just getting into the, that part of the industry like that I was in. It was like my second or third real big job. And like my partner like instantly like threw that out there. I'm like, damn. Like, Dude, you, you could have been You got to be that quick. You got to be that quick. Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that Dude, I would have blamed. It. I would have blamed it on the mechanic. That reminds me of a story of like the quickest lie I ever heard in my life. Um, I'm gonna go back to uh, like being 16 or 17. I was 
hanging out at my buddy's house. He told his ma, like, uh, Dave's sleeping over, okay? Like, all right. So I went and jacked uh, a, a bottle of Bacardi from Jewel, and we, we had some cocaine, right? So we do we do a little cocaine. We do a little cocaine, and we run out. So we call our one guy, and he says he'll spot us some cocaine. So the problem is, I got to sneak out of the house. So I climb out the window, okay? And I, he's at the tattoo shop right down the fucking street. So it's like a three-block walk. So I walk over there. I meet him up. He's cleaning up shop. And uh, he's like, you smoke weed? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, I got some new shit. It's called Kill. And I'm like, in my head, dude, I was thinking uh, training day. I was like, I can't turn this down. This guy's going to think I'm a narc. I didn't know you like to get wet. Yeah, I know you like to get wet. I already kind of coked out. So he packs a full bowl for me, dude. And I smoked this whole thing. And I wasn't smoking a lot of pot at the time. So now I'm super ripped. And he was like, listen, I don't spot people. You help me clean up the shop, I'll give you a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm all fucking high. I'm taking out garbage for the guy. Gives me the bag. I'm so high. It took me like 25 minutes to walk back three blocks. So I get back to my buddy's house. And I fucking tap on his bedroom window. And I'm like, hey, I'm back. He's like, all right, you got to climb through a window. I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, I'm so stoned right now. I can't climb. He's like, you have to. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll try it. And I start to like push myself up the bricks, dude. And my feet slip off. And I kick the basement window. Doesn't job, Dave. Doesn't break or anything. He's like, go. And I just fucking run out the fucking to the front. And he comes running out the front door and me and him are both standing there. And his mom comes running out too. She's like, what the fuck was that noise? And Jason, my buddy Jason's like, I don't know. Nothing. I was like, we heard it too. So we thought we'd come check out it. <laughs> nice. Uh, Hell yeah. Hey Dude, guys, my, my, my phone's about to die. So I'm going to call it a night for me. Yeah, let's call it boys. Yeah, yeah this is it. I just thought I ended on that fucking weird. Yeah. Fucking... Hey, like, share, subscribe. I love you guys. Let's do this again. And I cannot wait until this is over. Hopefully, Can't wait. hopefully it's over soon, man. 30 days at least. But you know what? Hopefully another 15 to 16. You know, two more weeks, we could do this in the garage. or talking that it's peaking here. That Ooh, might be, I can't like, wait. Might be good to go. So I like it. I like yeah. it. All right. All right, boys. I'll talk to you, boys.